Spoiler alert! This podcast will discuss events in the most recent episode of the television show it covers. If you do not wish to be spoiled, please watch the most recent episode before listening. Dedicated to Showtime series Homeland, you are listening to the Homeland Field Division podcast. And now here's your host, Matt Murdick. Welcome to Homeland Field Division podcast, episode 38 of the podcast. My name is Matt Murdick. I am from homelandfielddivision.wordpress.com. That's where you can find all of the back episodes of the podcast, including this one, and contact and uh, podcatcher links. I appreciate if you could leave me a review on your podcatcher. Also, uh, just remember, if you have any thoughts, you can send them to me, Homeland Field Division Podcast at gmail.com, or you can tweet at Homeland Field. I want to thank everybody who reached out to me after my announcement um, to give their concerns and everything. Uh, we did have some family matters that we had to take care of. It's all behind us now, uh, and I hope that you have enjoyed a good holiday season and enjoy a prosperous 2016. I'm not going to go into great depth about any of these episodes. We're, we'll be covering five episodes, all about Allison, episode eight, uh, The Litany of Ruse, episode nine, um, New Normal, which was episode 10, Our Man in Damascus, episode 11, and uh, what was the name of episode 12? Oh, A False Glimmer, the final episode, the finale. Uh, again, I like to keep these podcasts short, so I won't be talking at any great length. But I do want to talk a little bit about some of the highlights or lowlights of some of these episodes. Um, I will say this. Um, I didn't get to catch a couple of the earlier episodes until I had to watch them back to back. And it actually made them better um, than watching week to week. Sometimes watching Homeland week to week can be very annoying <laughs> and uh, can make you lose hope in the series. But then when you look at everything in the context of the whole, then most of the time the series turns out to be pretty darn good. This season was no uh, exception to that rule. Um, there were times when watching week to week, I did feel a, a little frustrated by things. Um, but in the long run, uh, it all paid, kind of paid off to be a good story. All About Allison was one of those weeks that if I hadn't been able to watch the next episode right after it, I think I would have been very frustrated. Um, it was all about nothing is what it really was about. The flashbacks did not work uh, for me, mainly because adding that long hair to Miranda Otto actually made her look older to me and took me out of the, the moment. It took me out of believing it. And when when you really add the sum of the episode up, it's really just more about the fact that it only reveals two things. One, how Allison got recruited. And two, uh, one little line about a, a Caribbean island um, that allows Carrie to deduce that Allison is part, uh, or has is, is the mole, is the Russian mole. And it, the, the episode doesn't really set up anything Beyond that, it doesn't really tell us anything that we didn't already know. Um, do we really care how Allison got recruited? Um, uh, 
And uh, again, Carrie uh, is one of these people who can unbelievably remember a single line from 10 years ago and then put it together with <laughs> with that picture on the computer screen. Of course, that's the way that works. Um, now, the next episode, Litany of Ruse, was very good uh, to me uh, and um, because it got Carrie and Saul on the same page about Allison, even though Saul didn't really want to believe her. And I, I really felt Saul's emotional pain as he was having to go through all of this. Um, and then you get to the end where Allison has come up with this cover story as to what's going on, saying that the Russian is actually uh, her mole rather than she being his mole. Um, you you see Saul, just for a moment, maybe start to doubt again. But it's good that throughout the course of the series, um, the rest of the series, I mean, that uh, he sticks by his girl Carrie. Um, that was good, especially given all of the tension that was between them uh, since then. Tension that is reignited in the finale, but I'll, I'll talk about that in a minute. But yeah, seeing Saul go through all of that, I mean, I'm not sure if I believe that he would be that adept at all of the cloak and dagger stuff that he went through uh, in order to get Allison um, tracked and all of that. But it, it was an exciting week. Uh, and of course, the end with Quinn was just amazing and sad and horrific and um, very emotionally impactful. Very emotionally impactful for me um, to see him go through that. I didn't think there would be that much damage after he got the shot. I didn't realize that all it basically did was just keep his brain alive long enough to be found, which we find out um, in the next episode. Um, it was really just heart-wrenching to see him go through that. And the next episode is about dealing with the aftermath of all of that when everybody finds out. And that kind of gives Allison her way out in order to be able to be a player uh, up until the end. I'm not sure why the Russians really wanted that attack to happen um, and why she was forced into that position. That seems just a way to keep her in the story uh, so that we can get to the end. But that's okay. Um I was really mad at Carrie and Saul um, for waking Quinn up, uh, basically taking away his only chance of, of of maybe recovering at all. And it doesn't look like, uh, of course, by the end of the series that he's going to recover at all. If that that was a moment where I was really upset, I knew they had to get information, but oh my goodness, that was just horrific again very horrific that black stuff coming out of Quinn's mouth I, I was emotionally wrecked by all of that because Quinn's one of my favorite characters and I can't see him being um, him even if even if what Carrie did in the finale it, even if she decides not to kill him and he somehow survives he'll, he'll never be a part of this world ever again and that's very sad uh, he'll never be part of the CIA world again because he was very good at it. And I'll talk more about that in a minute also. But uh, you went through all these machinations in uh, the new normal uh, that got us to a place where we saw the setup going into our man in Damascus where everything starts to break loose. And Allison is, is uh, trying to divert 
um, her former co-workers or the, the place where she was a mole to in order to uh, appease the Russians and for her to be able to get away. It was, uh, you know, another good episode and, and it set up the finale, which really, um, they resolved the whole sarin gas thing very quickly. Um, I wasn't all that invested in the brothers stuff from our man in Damascus and into this finale episode. Um, I guess it was kind of cool, um, to have that happen, but, uh, it, uh, I, I don't know, um, if it really, if I was really invested because they were still going to kill everybody. Of course, BB did, uh, manage to stop the attack, allowed Carrie to get those shots off. That was crazy. The whole bit in front of the train, but that was all resolved very quickly. And the rest was just kind of a, uh, aftermath kind of thing. I, what, do you, what do you call those? Deumont, I think. The rest of it was just kind of a deumont, which typically is something that Homeland does do and, and something that we should expect in our finales. But I just wasn't expecting the action part of it to be over quite so quickly. We can talk about the end of that episode in a moment. But um, there is the emotional impact of, of her and Jonas getting back together and then Jonas saying, don't can't do this anymore. This is over. Uh, thought that was great. Actually, it made me really respect Jonas's character. And I guess you could say that he was closed minded and not willing to accept Carrie for what she was. But can you imagine that would be so horrific for a person to, to see a side of somebody that you'd never, ever seen before in all the time you'd known her. And it wasn't even part of the person that you thought you loved. I mean, this isn't a part, a matter of accepting this as a dark side of the person you love. This is, this is a matter of a person's whole history of what makes them who they are being hidden from you. There can't be any trust after that. Um, so I, I really like the fact that Jonas walked away. On the other hand, here comes Beringer, who is practically proposing to Carrie. Uh, which is, you know, that's, if there's one thing I, I was wrong about a lot of things, I was wrong about Dar and Saul, you know, baiting Allison the whole time. I was, uh, wrong about a whole lot of things, uh, this season. But one thing I did catch on from the very, basically the very first episode was that Beringer uh, wanted to have something romantic with Carrie, which I'm sure you all did too. And it comes down to this kind of very business-like proposal, which seems very strange, uh, for Beringer. Uh, but I, I don't know how to read that. And I still don't know that I trust the man, uh, to be perfectly honest. As far as resolution for the journalist, uh, Laura, um, that was interesting because in one way you kind of rooted for that because she's been such an annoyance, um, all season with the whole bit with Newman and, and, and these files and, and everything you, you feel bad, um, for her though, that, the government is basically going to use Newman to uh, make her change her story uh, about the man who jumped out the window uh, in the earlier episode. Um, that seems really dirty. It does place a kind of a dark shadow over some of the, the operations um, that some of these secret intelligence agencies go through. Um, but it was admirable that Laura did it. Uh, in order to save, basically save her friend Newman's life. Um, so that was a good resolution for Laura. I, I felt like it was cool to kind of stick it to her uh, and to see that she was um, 
very willing um, to sacrifice her own kind of glory or even some of her values uh, in order to place importance on a human life. And then you have the whole Saul and Carrie thing uh, at the end. It's kind of paralleled how Saul basically takes Allison out. Um, once he finds out where she's going and everything, he, he has her executed. Um, that was scary uh, to see Saul like that. that. That's a side of Saul that we've never really seen before either. Uh, and that, that was, that puts a whole new perspective on Saul. And, you know, if you have time to write to me, Homeland Field Division Podcast at gmail.com, I'd love to hear how you feel about Saul going to that extreme. Um, and, you know, he's got a team with him. So how is this operation authorized? I mean, does Dar have anything to do with it? Also, um, kind of doubtful I would imagine this is something Saul's doing on his own is rogue will it come back and haunt him who knows um, and then he's trying to get Carrie back into the business and, and Carrie just won't um, which I thought again was very cool and very admirable that she's trying to put that part of her life behind her um, the problem is is that she's seen with Jonas that no matter what um, you can't put that part of your life behind you uh, and, um, you can't, it's, I hope that she isn't thinking that she can continue to hide it. I don't even know if she thinks that she's going to be anything except other than pr in prison by the time she goes to the chapel and, and kind of reads Quinn's letter and um, those interesting all white light blurred, uh, shots that were both in the chapel and, at the end, that was kind of uh, very interesting. I don't know exactly what they're trying to express, but it, it certainly gives you a feeling of of peace, which was really strange. And 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 as she's you know getting ready to put the 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 pillow over over Quinn, uh, one has to assume then you get that feeling of peace too. And it makes me wonder if if Carrie is just resolving herself to go to prison. You wouldn't think that she'd want to be with her daughter you would think I, I don't can't see her sacrifice you know as much as she talked about wanting to be with Franny um after she sent her away we never heard her about her, about her again but if she does this and she gets caught well she's never going to see Franny again um so that's crazy and uh, I understand her wanting to respect Quinn's wishes you know that are in that letter which is obviously like I don't want to be around if I'm, if I'm not able to do what I do, if I'm not able to be who I am. And when you get down to it, uh, there's a lot of questions. What, what do you think is a right or wrong thing to do? I, I love how there seems to be these issues that, um, you can very easily fall on either side of was Saul right or wrong? Was Carrie right or wrong? Um, what turned them to do those things? It's all very, very interesting stuff. And I thought it was a great conclusion um, to the season. Um, the the kind of the whole denouement that happened after the action part with the sarin gas. Um, and that's really all of my main thoughts. I don't want to bore you for too long with long thoughts about each episode. So I will just leave it at that. I don't know how to 
place a rating on this season. It would probably be somewhere around an 8 to an 8.5. I thought it was very good. Um, Again, watching week to week can be very frustrating. Uh, And if I were to give episodes individual ratings of of these five, you know, all about Allison and Lit, you know, I'd probably um, give like a low 7 for the first and a high 7, close to 8 for the second. Maybe even a little over an 8 for that one. And then the last three, you know, somewhere in the low eights. Um, I thought that there was a lot of great discussion that could be generated uh, by these episodes, especially in a week-to-week format where you didn't know what was coming next. Um, I think that as a binge watch, this season will be great. Can't wait till it comes out on DVD or goes into whatever. I mean, you can do it now at the Showtime anytime, or you can watch it on, on demand, I'm sure, on your cable or your satellite. Um, so I, I think if you went back and spent a day, uh, and just watched all of these episodes back to back, you would see that this is a really strong season. Um, and that's really all I have to say. I want to thank you again for taking the time to listen to this. Thank you for, uh, all of the, uh, lovely, uh, comments and, and emails that I got in regards to, uh, my having to suspend the podcast for a little while. And I want to wish you a happy 2016, and once we get to a new season of Homeland, I will be back to talk about it. Thanks, and take care. Find all back episodes of the podcast, and contact and social media information at homelandfielddivisionpodcast.wordpress.com. Submit feedback to the podcast via email at homelandfielddivisionpodcast at gmail.com, or by calling the listener line, 314. 